and welcome to today's MTD podcast. I'm joined by three very special people. The first one is David Hanley, Managing Director and Owner of Tamework Holding. David has been with Tame since 1985 and he's a true engineer at heart with a career that includes subcontract manufacturing, design and of course he's a work holding expert. We have Matthias Meyer, the CEO of HWR. He heads up sales and technology for the company that was founded in 1989. And finally, Giovanni Albanese is our in-house resident work holding expert with 25 years experience in work holding and aerospace subcontract manufacturing. So uh, welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Well, welcome Hi, to everybody. <laughs> so, so, David, if I can come to you first, Tame Work Holding, just give us a, a brief history, if you will, and, and how you're involved with HWR. Oh, certainly. Tame was incorporated in 1946. I wasn't there then, by the way. And that's 74 years it's been going. Uh, it's had various incarnations, but in its current form, it's been going just over 30 years. Um, and I've had an association, or the company's had an association with Harvey R since 1990. We first met uh, Volker Henker, the, um, at the time, managing director, and he, from there, he sold our jaws all throughout Germany. And I've known Harvey R for 30, 30 years, and I've known Matthias for 11 of those years. So, so there um, we have it. So how, how do you find the, the HWR product? They're very innovative. They're superb quality, and they fill a nice gap in our market. So you'll see, and when we talk a bit more, when Matthias explains them, they're excellent. Okay. On, on that note, Matthias, if I, if, if I can come to you, obviously you're CEO of HWR. You know, where do you feel your, your product fits in the marketplace and what makes you different to maybe some of the competitors? Well, I think our product range fits in nearly every, every, um, every area of milling and turning industry. There's non-specification whether... Uh, it fits perfectly f um, for medical um, customers. It fits perfectly for aerospace. It fits for cast iron parts. It, it fits for um, for fortune parts. I think there's non-specification uh, for our um, clamping technologies um, in the area. Okay, and Geo, have you come across HWR? Obviously, you used to make cell work holding. Um, have you come across Tame and HWR on your travels? Oh, blimey, yeah. I came across Tame uh, a lot <laughs> um, over the years. Um, they were one of our fiercest rivals at the time. And, and they, they, you know, they, 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 they had some fantastic products. Um, and we were all on the same path, really, all on the same road, you know, trying to help engineers become more profitable, uh, trying to help uh, engineers become more efficient. Um, and, and, it, and, like we always mention, Joe, uh, work holding, in my opinion, is still a very big overlooked uh, element and part of the process. Um, and, and without the correct work holding solution, you can't use that machine tool to its full capability. You can't present uh, as many components to the spindle as maybe you can. You're not utilizing the machine tool envelope. If you haven't got the right work holding, it can create vibration. You've got to slow down your feeds and speed. So, um, yeah, I've, I came across Tame and they've got a, 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 a 
an extensive portfolio of work holding products. With HWR um, product portfolio, I've not really came across them um, as such in the past, but um, I'm definitely interested to find out more. Okay, so Matthias, we'll just come back to you. HWR, you've you've had an unprecedented year in terms of bringing technology to the market. You've got an incredible amount to talk about. So maybe we'll start with your new solid line and everything that fits within that solid line, and uh, and then we'll come to you, David, for your point of view after. So we had sixteen years experience um, with uh, um, clamping technology in the field of milling uh, clamping technology. And uh, in 2018, HWR decided to to become a manufacturer of milling clamping devices. And in special, we developed our solid grip center vices, our solid point zero point technology, and our solid bolt zero point technology. And um, in addition to the solid grip vices, our solid stamp stamping technology. So that, that's a lot of product to bring to market all in, all in one go, but I guess it all complements each other. So in terms of, if we start at the, the base, if you like, the actual zero point system itself, so not the vice, the zero point system, how does that compare with other products in the market currently? Yes, our solid point system, our zero point system, is a manually activated um, system. It's one of the lowest systems in the market. It's only 27 millimeters. And we use um, the 96 millimeter and the 52 millimeter, uh, I think you call it pattern uh, grid, mm-hmm. yeah, um, of the zero point bolts. So, and uh, due to that, it's uh, compatible to existing zero-point system in the market. Very good. And, and, and Geo, you've obviously got a lot of history with, um, with zero-point systems as well. In, in, you know, well what, what's the advantage of using zero-point systems? It's, it's an absolutely massive advantage. And I think there's still so many people out there that don't use zero-point. And I think it's an absolute cardinal sin, in my opinion. The, the, the main advantage is, is you've kind of got a universal datum point with zero-point location. So effectively, it's eradicating all setup times. So you could do a lot of your setup off the machine. Um, you, you, there's so many different variants of zero-point out there. Um, you know, you could have a, a zero-point system just to, to accommodate for one vice or for several vices, dependent on the size of your milling machine. Uh, but in my opinion, it's definitely part of the future, whether that be a mechanical one or an automated one. And I think that for any engineer that doesn't use zero-point in this day and age is really at a massive disadvantage. So, David, if I if I come to you, obviously you've got you know, well over 35 years experience and work holding. How do you feel these products, you know, how do you feel, how do you feel they fit, you know, the, the, the marketplace when you've got, you know, when you compare them to some of the other products that you've seen? There is a fantastic range of products. And just if anybody wants to see them, come here because we actually use them as well. If anybody wants to see Zero Point, that's just another thing. Listen to Geo. You know, if anybody wants, we're at, HP189EJ. We're right in the middle of England. So, yeah, if anybody wants to come and see Zero Point being um, used every day, all day, 
Uh, come and have a look. But yeah, with Solid Point, it's fantastic that we've now got 52 and 96 in the same plate. It saves us chopping and changing, putting adapters in. We can go from a fixture to a tiny little vice in one go. The lads love it. You know, it's great. Yeah, so, it, it seems it's one of those try. things. You look at it and you think, why has it never been done before? Because I'm sure there's a lot of technology into the design and the manufacturing, but actually the principle is very straightforward, isn't it? You have to question why it was never done before. Yeah, it's a very simple design. That's the thing. I mean, the, the old existing ones were clever for their day, but they've had their day. You know, this is a much simpler design, much higher pull-down pressures, much better for um, harder materials where there's less vibration. And so I can see it's it's a great market. As as Matthias said earlier, the zero point is the real new technology. Sure. And, that, and and they're not they're not as tall either, are they? So presumably the big advantage is obviously you're not you know, you're giving your, your Z axes, you know, more you know, you you've got more Z axis stroke if 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 the zero point's thinner. Yeah, it's um, you're not you're not eating up any any of the envelope. No. The other the other lovely thing about it, and you you maybe can see on the videos, is the clever idea of actually scribing a line on the the, the top face of the zero point, where you can drill. So you can drill anywhere on that plate uh, where it's marked outside of the mechanism. So it's. That's really nice. So people won't drill through their mechanism like in the good old days, where you couldn't see what was going on in the plates. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's a good idea. And for for people unfamiliar with uh, generic, I'll call it generic, generic stamping technology, Mateus, what is the advantage of stamping a billet prior to the machining process? I think the uh, the biggest advantage is that you only uh, need a clamping depth of three millimeters the second um, big advantage is that you only um, need a few seconds of preparation your raw material and you can after these uh, start after these few seconds of preparation um, right with the with the milling on your machine I think these are the Biggest two uh, advantages of the stamping technology. Sure, and, and David, these these are often referred to as five axis vices, aren't they? The, the you know the, the, sure. this this stylage, where but it's not just for five axis, of course. It's not. It's for three axis. We use it on. We've got um, a very small little vertical that we use it on. And the other thing that does make it. Very flexible. And the third thing I'd, I'd add to Matthias there is the first two that he had mentioned, but the third is that vices don't have the, don't need the power. So the vice is a much lighter construction and you can move it around from one station to another. So you can actually move it from your lathe to your mill or to your CMM back again. So you can carry the vices where on a lot of standard type vices, you can't carry them around. And so with just a screw, one screw, you undo, move move the vice to another station or another machine, and you're away. And Gio, do you have a, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think that um, obviously they're they're market leaders um, 
in regards to fifth axis technology for a long time within the uk tame work holding and and, and and in regards to the crimping you're holding on excess material so that three mil excess material um you're actually just holding and all the stresses and forces are going through that excess material so effectively the component that you're making is in a free state you're machining that in a free state so the vibrations um don't exist um, and that's really the clever point about it. I mean, some of these components that you see it, that are sticking out so far from the clamping area look unbelievable. You'd think, how can you machine that without vibration? But the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a very good point. You know, some of these, you, you see it in the fourth axes where you would think, you know, where all the forces are going down. You think it would fly out. But, of course, with this clever stamping technology, you know, it, it, you're absolutely right, Gio, the uh, – the technology, there's very little harmonics, there's very little vibration. Of course, it's a very, very stable process. So, Mateus, we've also got, um, you know, you've also got the, the solid chuck. What, what, what is the solid chuck? The solid chuck is a, um, um, a three-jaw um, chuck, um, especially for um, milling operation. It's... Um, Compatible to our solid point zero point system, and it's a very light, very effective, very simple um, three draw scroll chuck. Okay, and, and why would an engineer use this ahead of uh, ahead of the previous products we've talked about? Is it purely to hold a round billet? It will generally hold a round billet much better than um, you would have to pre op a solid grip to be able to. Um, hold around billet in, in solid grip but yeah in in the solid truck you can you can hold it it's it's specific for certain uh, products not really heavy machining so but um, we have other things for heavy machining and, and that will be interflex which we'll we'll talk about as well so yeah <clears throat> no for sure so it, but the actual but the actual solid chuck is, you know, itself, it's a manual chuck, it's a lightweight chuck, it's easy to use, and, you know, it can be taken from machine to machine. Should, it should can, be. and it can be used in automation as well. So, yeah, so, so the actual chuck gets loaded the same as the vice. Yep, it can be. So. Okay, okay. And, and in terms of a, a lot of the, <clears throat> excuse me a lot of repeatability of, of these types of equipment it's down to the pull stud what i class is the pull stud um what, what what is the hwr pull stud like how accurate is it how repeatable is it and talk to us about you know the forces and things well from the pull stud will repeat within it, it seems to get better over age and they repeat to within about five microns if you take them off and put them back in the same place but generally if you said 15 microns, it's fine. But if you're using the same plate again, as I say, it, they just go back in almost absolute absolute position. But 16 mil and 20 mil, they're co compatible with our old system. It's exactly the same. But the pull-down pressure, as I said earlier, is three-plus times, and so the vibration is much less. Okay, because it, it's worth pointing out a number of engineers won't use a vice. They will use they will use these straight into the billet of the material. And they will just use the zero point system uh, to hold to hold them. Yep. 
That's right. Yeah, so exactly. certainly larger components. Yeah, on larger components, it's it's easy to pre-op, put four holes in, and put your billet straight up. We do that ourselves. So we make some of our very large jaws that way. We just take a round bar, stick four studs in it, and then we're away. Maybe put it up on one of our five axis and forget it for the rest of the day. Sure. And, uh, and, and Matthias, is this something you see a lot in Germany, this approach? Yes. Um, a lot of customers do that as well in Germany. They just put the four studs in in, in their custom devices or in the workpiece itself or in other devices from other manufacturers. And Gio, is, is this an approach you'd recommend? Yeah, absolutely. I think that it just shows the versatility of the system. Um, so you're not looking at it as a um, as one particular product. So you've got uh, interchangeability and flexibility between a chuck, between a vice, or like mentioned, if you wanted to put the direct the billet direct a large billet directly onto the zero point system, you can. And again, that will also save you. Uh, Z envelope, uh, you know, it also, as mentioned before, if you needed that extra 100 mil Z stroke, um, that may be able to be a solution to, to achieve that. Going back to the chuck as well, really, um, you know, it, it goes to show that every application is different. So say, for example, you, you were doing a, a thin walled um, round part, um, you, you don't need the, the, the same amount of clamping force to hold that. In fact, you need to have kind of full wrap around uh, to hold that to stop distortion. So um, every every application component is different, and to, you need to have a solution for all. Yeah, for sure. In terms of the uh, the, the solid line, obviously that, that's all new, and I, I see that being exceptionally successful in the UK, and, and no doubt globally. You know, Tamework Holding has sold a number of products for a number of years very successfully. And another one of those products that you've sold successfully is the inner line. Uh, at MTD, we've seen a lot of the, you know, the inner flex and the inner zest. But for maybe people listening to this who aren't necessarily aware of that product, Matthias, can you can you just give us a brief overview of the, the product line and, and the thinking behind the product line? Yes. The uh, inner line, the inner product line, is um, our product range for mostly turning clamping systems. And our main product in the InnoLine is the InnoFlex system. The uh, InnoFlex system is a compensating four-jaw chuck that um, gives the, the opportunity to clamp nearly any shape of workpiece in one and the same chuck with one single set of jaws. So it's, um, it's it's doesn't depend whether your workpiece is square, racked angle, round, or, or or an irregular shape. You can clamp nearly any shape of workpiece in this compensating four-draw chuck. David, obviously, I know what a compensating chuck is, but can you just explain how that fundamentally works? If you've got an irregular shape, how do you present that to the chuck? Well, the chuck has jaws, as, as any any other type of jaw, whether it's a soft jaw or a hard jaw, and the the chucks have serrations on the master jaws. But what happens is two jaws come in and touch on the component, and then the other two 
opposing jaws come in and touch again on the component. And when they all touch together, it clamps up concentrically. And it's there's a little mechanism inside that allows this to happen. So two opposing jaws come in, pinch against the part, the other two opposing jaws come in, and then they all pinch together. So it's concentric all, on all occasions, whether as Matthias says, whether it's square, whether it's rectangle, whether it's a diameter. Sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's very clever, isn't it? And it it's, it's very clever. Come and have a look at one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, yeah. So, and, on, and on the larger side, I think you call them the, uh, the, the, uh, the VL from, mem from memory. But they're modular, aren't they? You, you start off with something that can be relatively small, but you can, you, it's the modular, you keep bolting them onto this lightweight chuck, and you can go up, I, I don't know, maybe meter, two meters in diameter? Yes, exactly. We, we have the smaller size chucks. We start from 160 millimeter, and we go up uh, with the light version, the Inoflex VL light version, up to two meters. Wow, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it, it's incredible. And Geo, these projects you've come across before, these um, these self-centering vices, uh, Chuck's father. Well, yeah, well, this is probably one of the most innovative products that um, uh, work holding products that I've seen for some time. I don't, I don't believe there is anything else on the market such as this, um, and and I think that it, it, it's very innovative for, for lots of reasons, really, because it's it's self-centering from both both sides. So, um, like David mentioned, it, it's centralising the components. So, say for example, if you add components with any irregular irregularities in castings for example where it, it alleviates any casting variation it will always bring that component to the center so a really great solution for for some of them kind of more specialized applications i would say yeah and when i used to sell cutting tools one of the hardest applications was when you were you were looking to machine um either tube or some or some components with very very thin walls you would have to significantly reduce your cutting data. You would quite often get chattering. You know, it would just be a very unstable process. But I know HWR have got a solution for this as well, David. Oh, they have. Let's just go back to what, what Gio said. He said that, that he thought that, um, that, that the VL and, or, or the Interflex was special applications. It's not special applications. It could be used on anything. Someone, it could do away with... The three-jaw, two-jaw, four-jaw combination where people are changing from one to another. You just don't need it. It can all be done in the one chuck. So if subcontractors changing from one to another, where, where often they change from a two-jaw to a three-jaw, back to a two-jaw, then a four-jaw because of the castings, you can do it all with the Interflex, one, one chuck. So not so much special. Um, well, it is special, <laughs> but it's not for special applications. You know, it's pretty good. So, yeah, the other, the other is um, you'll have to refresh me, Joe. I forgot what you said. Yeah, no, I was just saying when I used to when I used to sell tooling, you, you get called into machine either tube or a boring bar down a tube, basically thin wall turning. It used to be incredible. You know, it used to be used to be particularly unstable. But I know HWR have a solution for this. Yeah, it's the Innerset system, and this is the, the pivoting, adjustable um, jaw system that mounts onto the face of, of nearly every chuck or any chuck we can mount it to, providing we know the details. I mean, we make, as Tame, we make 
lots and lots of special applications dedicated to to the one diameter or two or three diameters. But with the with the Innerflex, it's just flexible. You know? uh, Innerzet, sorry, it's just flexible across the range. You can um, put bridges on what we call bridges, mount to the base jaw, and then um, you have independent jaws, so you can get six or twelve points of grip. So around a diameter. Yeah, so essentially, Mateus, you're, you're turning a three-jaw into a six-jaw, potentially. Yeah, that, that is what we call it. We call it an upgrade system. We can upgrade any existing three-jaw chuck into a compensating six-jaw chuck with the Enosat system, or we can upgrade any existing four-jaw chuck into a compensating eight-jaw chuck. Yeah, no, it, it's fascinating. And Gia, what, what are the advantages of adding more jaws to a chuck? I think it's, in my opinion, um, I think I think it's to, to stop distortion on thin walled parts. To have full wraparound location is a massive advantage um, to, to cover more of the surface area around the diameter. Um, like with pie jaws, for example, which um, Tame Work Holding also Sally is, is another solution for that. Apologies about the uh, Innerflex uh, uh, system, uh, David. I mean, what I was referring to really there was the kind of casting applications where you have got um, when you do need to centralise the components. It, it is it, you don't need the need for a special chuck. You can still use the Innerflex as well. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I think the flexibility of the systems and the innovation does save changing from one system to the other. And, and I think that obviously, again, that saves a lot of setup time. It certainly does. And the other thing we, um, Hanvey are HWR, do them for lathes, but there's also um, a 160 and a two, I can't remember, 210, I think it is, for milling, or is it? Matthias will tell us, and that... Yeah, the VF version. I think you're regarding the VF version. The it's, VF version, uh, yes. And it's got the zero-point stud connections on, so it'll drop on and off um, straight away off on the milling machine. So, And it's a manual version, whereas most of the other... Well, they are manual, open centre, closed centre, and it uses the same cylinder and cylinder stroke that's on your standard machine that's taking Sam Chili or Kilogar. So mm -hmm. it's very yeah, flexible. You know, yeah, no, again, it's a fantastic product range, certainly with the, you know, with the addition of the, uh, of the solid line. You've, you've got vast, I mean, arguably, you've got something for pretty much every machine tool out there, Mateus. But just if I could be cheeky, um, you've, I know you've launched a lot in 2020, but, you know, what's next? What, 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 what's on the horizon? Any more products? Yes, uh, of course, we we have a lot of ideas, um, but uh, in fact, we don't have the time to get them in steel and iron. But um, to give an, um, um, a small overview over the next product, I think we're going to, to introduce our four-way zero-point plate, uh, solid point, and uh, one of the next products will be an, a new chuck in the Inoflex range. Okay, so uh, more products all around, really. And, uh, and David, Tame, you're obviously you're happy to continue to support HWR in the UK. It, it's a good product for you guys. Certainly are. We've had a long association together, and long may that continue. But, um, yeah, we make we, – we enhance these products.
works as well. Like we will mount them onto fixtures. We make fixtures. We mount them into fixtures. As you, as a lot of people know, tame. We make thousands and thousands of standard jaws, but we make hundreds of specials and chucking systems, fixturing systems, vacuum systems, automation systems. We're we're designers and manufacturers here in England, so um, we integrate the HWR products, and they integrate very well. Well, it, it, it sounds like a sounds like a perfect marriage. So, thanks for your time today, <laughs> David, Mateus, Geo. Wonderful to have you on the podcast. And until the next time, this is the MTD podcast. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.